Hey, I'm Tyler with the Sports Stop. You're here to listen to me talk about sports, right? Okay, let's talk. All right, welcome back. Happy Monday, everybody. Obviously, we're going to talk about our top three, you know, macro takeaways from NFL Sunday's window of games. So, obviously, like we do every single Monday, we are going to talk about Sunday's games and just go over our three macro topics and then the little micro topics in that. So, obviously, I have a lot to talk about today, so let's jump right into it. Um, NFL playoff pretenders. So, obviously, the headline kind of suits for itself. These are the teams that I think are in the wild card picture, and I don't think they're very good. I think, well, let's jump right into it. So, as Sunday's games have surprised us, we have a couple teams that I think are starting to show their true identity of what they are. And I don't think they're nearly as good as we think they are and what their record was, you know, a couple weeks ago. So you could probably think of some of the teams I'm going to talk about. There are four teams that I want to talk about that are, you know, if you said this a month ago, people will call you crazy because of their record and how they were playing at the time. So I want to start off with the two New York teams, the Jets and the Giants. So with the Jets, I think they're a better team than the Giants, and they're still in the wild card picture, but I don't believe they're that they're very good. I think they are a 500 team, but if you said that, you know, two, three weeks ago, you would call me crazy because at one point they were like seven and two or seven and three. They were a very good team. But I think their offense isn't it isn't there completely. And they have a rough schedule. So between the offense kind of sputtering and now Mike White is really injured and just the the rest of their schedule is rough. Um, So I think the Jets are better than the Giants. But I do think the Jets are still a 500 team. I think they're going to finish the year off like 9-8. and I think they're going to start to cool off a little bit. Um, And that's just kind of what I see. And then let's talk about the Giants. I don't think the Giants are very good. Obviously, when they were like 7-2, and I didn't think they were very good. I thought they were a 10-7 and team if everything went right. Obviously, beginning of the year, I didn't have any expectations for the Giants. I'm a Giants fan, so it's really hard to, you know, keep true to, you know, kind of not being a fan when I say all this and just be as real as I can be. Going into the year, the Giants, I thought they were going to be a bottom five team in the league. And, you know, at the halfway point when they were looking really good and they were like six and one, seven and two, I thought they were still a seven and or a 10 and 17. So that's just my takeaway on the Giants. I don't think they're a very good team. I think they're actually going to play. They're going to fall out of the playoff picture. I think Washington is a better team than the Giants. Um, They just don't have the record to show it yet. And then Tennessee Titans. This one's a little bit tricky, but I do think it's just because of the AFC is starting to catch up to the Titans. 
Um, obviously, the Titans got murdered yesterday by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are a really hit-and-miss team. When they're clicking on all cylinders on any given Sunday, they're a really good team, and they're like a top eight. They're, they're a playoff team if they play their best football every single week. But obviously, the Jags are an up-and-down team. And I think the Titans, like I've said this week in and week out, they're a one-dimensional offense. They have Derrick Henry, and they kind of rely way too much on him. If Derrick Henry went out with an injury and missed a month, this team probably completely falls out of the playoff picture. Probably does. So that's my takeaway on the Titans, and obviously their defense is really starting to get battered with injuries, so... Tennessee is a team to look for to uh, to start slowing down for the last month of the year. And then lastly, the Seattle Seahawks, just like the Giants in the NFC. You know, a month ago, these teams had one of the better records in the division and in the conference. But I don't believe they're a great team. Obviously, you saw it without Kenneth Walker yesterday, their star running back. They don't look like the same team when Geno Smith doesn't have a running game. That's in, say what you want, but that's what Geno Smith is, more of what you saw yesterday. He just had a good three months of football with a great running game, and everybody thought, oh my God, this is the new Geno Smith. No, this is what we saw of Geno Smith yesterday, and that's what he's going to be. So those are my teams to look out for, for the playoff pretenders. One or two of them are probably still going to win the, and go into the uh, playoffs. I think Tennessee is going to still make the playoffs. And if I had to put my money on it, I think I'd still put my money on the Jets making the playoffs. Um, Seahawks and Giants, it's really tough to say if they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, they have they got up to such a good lead early in the year that I think the Seahawks are probably still going to win the, you know, get into the playoffs. But if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably put Tennessee and New York up there. Um, and then Seattle they're kind of a 50-50 shot. If they don't implode, I think they'll get, make it, but I think the Giants are completely out of it. Um, next up, this is sort of same last topic, but our better teams. Are the Cowboys and Vikings frauds? And let me explain. So, both of these teams are 10-3. and three. They have top five, you know, playoff or not playoff just regular season records as of right now i think they actually have um like the fourth best record um i want to say it's the eagles number one and then the cowboys vikings and chiefs all have a 10 and 3 record um so obviously i think dallas and minnesota are kind of frauds um more vikings are frauds dallas i still would put them in here but let's just go right over it. So as of both of these teams are 10-3 and three on the year, they are not good as their record says. The Vikings dropped a game to the below 500 Detroit Lions in a horrific defensive effort in the process. So I think the Detroit Lions are actually a better team than what people think they are. Their record is 6-7, and seven and they're in the playoff hunt. I think... If you had to say Detroit's going to make the playoffs, I would believe you. I would believe Detroit makes the playoffs. And they're playing really well right now. And 
the Vikings, I just... I think they peaked way too early. I think they peaked a month into the season. And this is kind of what they are. They're a team that is, you know, you see this every year in the NFL. There's always a team that has a very good record in the regular season. And they flame out in the playoffs because they're pretenders. And they just had an easy, you know, schedule. I think that's the Vikings this year. They're like 9-1 and one, or 9-0 and oh in one-score games, which is insane. Insane. So I think they uh, they peaked way too early. And then the Cowboys, they barely squeaked out a win against the probably the worst team in football in the Houston Texans. Barely squeaked it out. So with the Cowboys, you know, barely squeaking out a win to the Texans. Now they did win, but you can't talk to me today and say the Dallas Cowboys are still a top five team in the NFL after they barely squeak out a win against the worst team in football and the Houston Texans. And the Vikings, I think they're a good team, but I think they're going to be more of what Tennessee and Green Bay was last year in the playoffs where great regular season record, roll through the regular season, and one and done in the playoffs. And everybody's going to be disappointed. I think that's what the Vikings are. I have more faith in the Cowboys to go further in the playoffs than I do the Vikings. Um, and then one more other little thing about the Vikings. Shout out to Justin Jefferson. The man had like 220 receiving yards. I don't see anybody talking about it. So shout out to Justin Jefferson. Um, what a crazy game. And obviously he had that, you know, very controversial touchdown call at the end of the game um, where they he supposedly stepped out of bounds or something. They stopped the play. Um, he was not happy about that. But I just wanted to shout out Justin Jefferson because he probably had the most quiet 200-yard-plus receiving game that nobody's talked about in a long time. And then right here, kind of building off of that topic, we have a smaller Super Bowl window. So let's read through it. Wrapping up NFL Sunday slate of games in week 14. It seems like the Super Bowl window has shrunk again with two teams that I believe are out of the window and many media and fans' minds. So that's what I wrote. And let me build off that. So I think there's seven teams. You know, two weeks ago, I'd say there's seven teams that I believe were in the Super Bowl window. Seven teams. Usually there's seven to eight teams every single year. And I think it's actually shrunk. I think it's shrunk. I think it's down to, you know, four teams probably. So the seven teams I had in the last week, two weeks ago, I put the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, and 49ers. Those were the seven teams that I believe you could go into the playoffs saying this team can make and possibly win the Super Bowl. So what teams did I boot out? So I booted out three teams. I talked about two. We're going to get to the next one. So the Vikings, I booted out of the Super Bowl window. I just think they're, they're the Raiders of last year. They're just a better team. The Raiders were a team that had a pretty good record, but they were doing really well in like one score games. They had, you know, every team every year has a, you know, breakout year in one score games where 
they go seven and two, eight and one in one score games. And that's how they have the record to make the playoffs. That was last year's Raiders. I think the Vikings are a slightly better version of the last year Raiders. They made the playoffs. And the Cowboys. I trust the Cowboys more than the Vikings. But if you told me, would I take Dallas making the NFC Championship game or them being a one-and-done in the playoffs? I'm taking a one-and-done in the playoffs. Just for the fact that I like the team they have. I don't trust the quarterback and the head coach in the playoffs. A.K.A. last year. You saw it yesterday against the Texans. When Dak Prescott has to throw, he is not nearly as good as when they have a running game and they have a lead. Not nearly as good. Dak Prescott didn't have a great game against a Houston team that's not very good. So, it's 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 hard to say, and it's kind of a hot take that the Cowboys, I think they're going to be more of a one-and-done team rather than win the NFC Championship game or make it to it. That's how I feel. So, just to sum it up, Vikings, I think they're the last-year Raiders in one-score games. The Cowboys, I don't trust their quarterback and head coach in the playoffs and in the big moments. Lastly, this is going to be probably the hottest of hot takes out of the three teams. I don't think the Buffalo Bills are in the window. I don't. I don't think it's not for the fact of Josh Allen. It's actually for the fact of the defense. I don't think their defense is nearly as good now that Vaughn Miller is out. So you take the injuries are starting to pile up and the Bills, they're starting to pick up steam a little bit, but with Vaughn Miller's injury, they lost probably their, what, third best player on that team and the best player on their defense. So I don't think their pass rush is nearly the same. It's still very good. It's just not nearly the same without Von Miller being out. So I think with the Bills' defense not being as good, I think in the playoffs where if you make one or two mistakes as a team, you're probably done. I think with Von Miller in the defense, it gave me more of a it gave you more headroom for Josh Allen to make an extra mistake. And I think with Von Miller being out, the defense won't be as good. So I think Josh Allen would have to rely on himself playing his best football and not making mistakes. And I don't think Josh Allen can go a month in the playoffs with making, you know, one or fewer mistakes per game. I think Josh Allen is going to have two good games, make it to the championship game, and have two turnovers and cost himself the game. So that's what I think about the Bills. Now, I do want to say this one thing about the Bills. They are starting to develop a run game, and I really, really appreciate that because what was the knock on the Bills? One of the knocks. They can't form a running game. And now, they are. Outside of Josh Allen, they never could. But Devin Singletary and James Cook, they're starting to pick up steam. And now, they didn't have a great rushing game against the Jets. The Jets are a great defense, so on and so forth. I think their running game is really starting to develop. And that could be really good um, helping out Josh Allen. So, that's just my three macro topics that I wrote about in today's blog. Obviously, if you want to check them out, 
I write about this every single day, new blogs. I'd say six out of the seven days, I usually write about NFL topics. Obviously, once the season's over, we'll switch more to the NBA. But if you want to check that out, obviously, I have Instagram, TikTok, Blogspot, Wordle, all that stuff. I don't know why I said Wordle, but WordPress. So if you want to check it out, check out the Sports Stop on any of those platforms, and you can see my blogs I write daily. Um, I want to touch on one more thing. Prayers up to Russell Wilson. He got injured yesterday with a concussion. It looked awful. And I just want to say my prayers are out for him. It really sucks to see how Denver is, you know, kind of shaking out throughout the year with Den- with Russell Wilson. But I just want to say prayers up to him. It's really sad to see what happened to Russell Wilson this year. Um, whether it's him not playing well or the media just absolutely ruining him with him being corny and doing all these things and not playing well. At the end of the day, he's still a human, and I feel bad for him. Now, him in Seattle, the last year or two, it wasn't great, but you got to think of the point where if you were in Russell Wilson's shoes, you have to feel so bad about yourself for the fact that you have millions of people across the world who are just dumping on you and your name and your family's name because you're not playing well and they're literally just micromanaging everything you're doing and putting you under a a magnifying glass. So obviously the hit that Russell Wilson took yesterday was brutal. And, you know, just seeing him get up and seeing his face, it just really, it really shook me for the fact that, you know, this guy's a human and everybody loved that guy two years ago and even last year. And it's sad to see what Russell Wilson has really become in the media's eyes and mostly fans' eyes, um, that he's kind of just the butting of the joke for every single NFL week. Um, So it's, it's sad to see. I'm I'm not the biggest, you know, Russell Wilson's fan, but I am a fan of him and I recognize that he's a human and at the end of the day he's going to hear these things. So again, prayers up to Russell Wilson, hopefully he recovers. I want to say he just had a concussion, but still that's that was a brutal hit and uh yeah. But anyways, Hope you guys had a great weekend and have a great week. We are slowly closing in on Christmas. So hope you guys are very happy for that. And uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. Obviously, we'll cover the Monday night game tomorrow. And uh, peace.